towards the roar. Run towards the roar. There's an African proverb that says this. A roaring lion kills no game. A roaring lion kills no game. We've seen them before. If you go to the Discovery Channel, it's fun to watch sometimes, especially if you're a guy. Got those cute little gazelles and wildebeest kind of gathered around the watering tank in Africa. And they're just coming down to drink a little water. And they have no idea what's out there. And all of a sudden, this big old lion will flare his big old mane and he'll get as tall as he can and he'll let out a roar that a scare ever created object 50 mile radius. And those poor little wildebeest and those poor little gazelles, they start running. But oh, bless their hearts. Because the lion will roar, but it's not the lion that worries them. Laying over in the grass are the lioness. No, guys, I'm not preaching that message today. <laughs> My wife's not here, and I'm still not preaching that message. All right? The lioness are laying in the tall grass, and the lion roars, and they run away from the roar. But they run right into death. They run right into the trap. It's an ambush. They've been set up. Because the lion doesn't kill the game. The lionist killed the game. And they're hiding in the grass. See, a male lion bark a lot worse than his bite. Whole lot worse. His growl is a whole lot scarier than his bite. I want you to go to your word. We're going to look at this this morning. 1 Peter 5 8 says this Be self controlled and alert. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. I want you to see something this morning that you may have never seen before. The enemy, the lion, can scare you into being devoured by pain and fear. There's times he doesn't even have to do anything but roar, because we'll do the rest. All he's got to do is stalk us, set us up for an ambush. All he's got to do is roar, and we'll run right in to death, right into it. Here's what he wants. He wants to steal your joy. 
You may be in a relationship right now, and you know the lion's roaring in that relationship. It's got issues, it's hard, it needs to be fixed, it needs to be addressed, and he roars, and you run away. He wants to, he wants to steal your joy. Maybe forgiveness. Listen to me. The enemy does not want you to forgive. You have to understand that. You say, well, I don't know if it's God that wants me to forgive. What? Who else could it be? It's not bad pizza. It's, it's not the enemy. The enemy's like, if you'll just forgive them, you'll be free. The enemy is not going to say that to you. That's just not what he does. He doesn't want you free. He doesn't want you to do that. He wants to roar at you in the area of forgiveness, and he wants you to run to death. He don't want you to run to light. He don't want you to run to life. He don't want you to be free. He don't want you to set them free and set yourself free at the same time. There's some people in this room for 37, 8, 9, 41, 56 years, you've been holding it. You've been holding it. My granddad always told me, he said, Jeff, the person you won't let go of will be the first person Jesus asks you about when you see him. Mm. It's hard to stand before someone who forgave you and try to explain why you won't forgive them. I won't forgive that person, Jesus, because, yeah, but I, I forgave you. I forgave you. He wants to steal your joy. Listen to me. Unforgiveness will steal it. It'll take it. It'll take it. It will. Sin will take it. Sin will always take you further than you want to go. And it will keep you longer than you want to stay, my friend. Sin will always take you further than you want to go. And it will keep you a lot longer than you ever wanted to stay. I promise you. Sin will keep you. Sin will destroy you. Sin will devour you. The lion will roar at you, and you'll run to it. Run to it. You'll never stop drinking. You'll never stop. You'll continue to look at pornography. And every time he roars it at you, you run to it. He'll kill your hope. He'll kill your hope. Where's your marriage today? Good? Real good? In a crowd this size, I'm going to say that there's some that's not real good. Enemy roaring at you. You're not going to make it. You're not going to make it. Not going to make it. He'll roar divorce. He'll roar at you. Roar at you. He'll roar at you. Family issues. Health. He roared at us. 
He roared right at us. He tried to take our hope, tried to kill our joy. He roared the word cancer. Let me tell you what you do with cancer. There's two options with cancer when you hear it. You run away from it. You run right at it. You just walk right into it. Come on. You didn't come from God. You got to, there's some things in your life. Some of y'all in here are running from stuff and it's, it's not getting better. You can't run from stuff and heal anything. You got to walk right into it. You say, what's well, big? Oh, yeah. I never met a small lion. Never. He's angry. Oh, he's angry. You see those teeth? Mm-hmm. Trust me. What's laying over there that you can't see? You don't want none of that. They'll tear you up. The lion just goes along after all the death and just eats the scraps. He's good. He just cleans up. He does dishes. All right? The killers are laying in the grass. And all he's got to do is ambush us, set us up, roar at us, and we run. And we run. He wants to destroy your purpose. He wants to destroy the purpose God has for your life. Listen to me. Let me tell you sometimes who the biggest roars of all is. Yourself. Me. You say, well, what do you mean? I'll tell you what I mean. There's a bunch of Jeffs out there. I knew God had a purpose in my life, and I knew he'd called me. But I couldn't get away from my past of being the kid that couldn't speak and stuttered and struggled in school and had dyslexia and went to second grade twice and went to the reading lab and all this stuff and had friends laugh at me all the way up to fifth grade. Because when I read in class, I'd stutter and get stuck. And so I kept reminding God of that. That was the roar. You can't do it. It's you, Jeff. You, that's, you, you're dumb. You can't do that. You can't do that. You can't do that. That's not him calling you. That's not him calling you. And all that condemnation, I spoke back at myself. Because what I did is when he roared at me, I ran. I ran like a scared little kid. I ran like a scared little kid. And then I read Jeremiah 1. And he said, do not say to me that you're only a child. And do not say to me you cannot speak. I will put my words in you and I will anoint your tongue. And you will speak exactly what I say to you to all the people I set in front of you. And so when I started walking towards the roar, guess what happens with the roar when you start walking towards it? It gets quieter. It dies down. You don't hear it as loud. When you let roar, you let the roar go, it sounds scary. But when you walk towards it, you quiet it. Some of us, some of us, the greatest roar in our lives is inside. It's us. We keep ourselves from all that God has. He, we keep ourselves from being what God wants us to be. God has written our name on some stuff, and we will not let it go. We won't do it. 
Because we keep speaking the roar that the enemy delivers. You can't do that. You're right. You, I can't. I can't. Sometimes we're the greatest roar in our lives. Watch this video. You know, living with you, it hasn't been easy. People see me, but they think of you. Now with all this going on, this is going to be worse than ever. It don't have to be. No, sure it does. Why? You got a lot going on, kid. Oh, what, my last name? That's the reason I got a decent job. That's the reason why people deal with me in the first place. Now I start to get a little ahead. I start to get a little something for myself. And this happens. Now I'm asking you as a favor not to go through with this, okay? This is only going to end up bad for you, and it's going to end up bad for me. You think I'm hurting you? Yeah, in a way you are. That's the last thing I ever wanted to do. I know that's not what you want to do, but that's just the way that it is. Don't you care what people think? Doesn't it bother you that, that people are making you out to be a joke and that I'm going to be included in that? Do you think that's right? Do you? You ain't going to believe this. But you used to fit right here. I'd hold you up and say to your mother, this kid's going to be the best kid in the world. This kid's going to be somebody better than anybody ever knew. And you grew up good and wonderful. It was great just watching every day. It was like a privilege. Then the time come for you to be your own man and take on the world, and you did. But somewhere along the line, you changed. You stopped being you. You let people stick a finger in your face and tell you you're no good. And when things got hard, you started looking for something to blame. Like a big shadow. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is gonna hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Now, if you know what you're worth, now go out and get what you're worth. But you got to be willing to take the hits and not pointing fingers saying you ain't where you want to be because of him or her or anybody. Cowards do that, and that ain't you. You're better than that. I'm always going to love you no matter what, no matter what happens. You're my son, you're my blood. You're the best thing in my life. But until you start believing in yourself, you ain't gonna have a life. Don't forget to visit your mother. I'm not trying to equate Rocky Balboa to God. <laughs> you can tell he had too many right crosses. His little head is crooked. I'm not trying to equate Rocky to God. But that's God speaking that over you. That's what that was. Until you understand who you are in him. 
And that cross was not for the world. It was, but for you. Until you start believing that you truly are a king's kid, that you've truly been redeemed, you've been resurrected for more than what you think you've been resurrected for, listen to me. People that are dead don't fight. But people that have been raised again fight. In Christ, he raised you up. He raised you up. And he put his purpose in you and his name on you. Somebody in here needs to stop, cur- stop just cursing themselves with the words they use. And start speaking the words the Father is saying to you. You're speaking the wrong words. The wrong words. I'll give you a 100% guarantee. The lion will roar. I promise you he will. The lion will roar at you. The lion can. The lion can only be and will only be what the lion was created to be. The lion will roar at you. Here's the question. You can put your name there. Jeff can only be and will only be what Jeff was created to be. Listen to me. He's going he's to roar. The question is, if he can do his purpose by God, will you do yours? If he can do his created thing, will you do your created thing? When the enemy roars at your life, will you stand up as a king's kid and walk towards that war? You're not going to win if you run away. Listen to me. What's waiting for you when you run the other way, you don't want no part of. They'll devour you. They don't care what your mama's name is, your daddy's name is. They don't care about your bank statement, anything. They don't care. They don't care. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says this. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old is gone. The new has come. Has it? 1 John 4, 4 says this, You dear children are from God, and have overcome them, because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. I've kind of redefined that scripture a little bit, made it more personal. I say, You dear children are from God, and have overcome them, because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the roar. I ain't worried about the world. I'm worried about the roar. The enemy is going to roar. He's roaring right now in some of you. Some of your marriages, he's roaring at it. And you're not going to go to hell. No, we're all afraid. We're fine. We'll make it. Or some of you say, I don't care anymore. We'll stick it out till the kids get out of school. You don't like me, and I don't like you. And that's just the way it is. Listen to me. When he roars, don't run. 
you got to walk right into it. You just got to rock. You just got to walk. You say, well, well, I don't understand. I mean, this is hard to do. You bet it's hard. Jesus felt the same roar. He's in the Garden of Gethsemane. And the enemy is roaring at him. And he is sweating it so bad that blood's coming out of his sweat. And he says to the Father, is there any way possible this cup can pass from me? That I don't have to take that cross. And the Father said, no. No. And he said, not my will, but thy will be done. Listen to me. He'll roar at you. He'll roar at you. He'll roar at you. So here's a big question this morning. So what roar do you need to run towards? What roar? What roar do you need to walk towards? Psalm 91.13. This is a great verse. This is my sweet wise verse right now. You will tread. Mm. You will tread upon the lion and the cobra. You will trample the great lion and the serpent. Let me show you something. This ombre right here is on borrow. My wife doesn't feel good right now, so she's laying in the bed. But this lays in our bedroom. There's a, there's a lion. And he's roaring. He's big. And he's nasty. And he's bad. And he will only be what he's created to be. And that's a destroyer of your life. A punk. And it's high time that the church realizes its name, identifies its enemy, and picks up either sword or both and goes and kicks some butt. Because we have sat along too long and not did anything. We haven't done anything. We just sat there scared, paralyzed, thinking he's going to stop roaring. Oh, he ain't stopping. He ain't even created to stop. He doesn't have a stop button. He'll stop one day when Jesus parts out of his sky. All right? But until that day, he's going to roar. He's going to roar. And he ain't there to lick you. He's there to devour you. And don't think you can curl up beside him and braid his hair. He ain't into braiding. He's into eating. All right? Some of you need to get your sword out and kick some rear. You either are a king's kid or you're not. You either are resurrected or you're not. You either are born again or you're not. You either have the Holy Spirit power living inside of you or you don't. And if none of these answers, if, you, if, if those are no's, 
you can't fight. You're toast. This thing's heavy. You're, to- <laughs> you're toast, okay? You're toast. But if you are born again, you are saved, you're redeemed, you're resurrected, you've been raised from the dead, all right? You're a, you're a child of the king today. You have the Holy Spirit power living inside of you. Get your sword out, both of them, and kick his tail. You got to, man. You walk right into the roar. You're not taking this marriage. No. You didn't give it to us, enemy. You're not taking this marriage. We stood before our family and friends and God alone. We're not married. (laughs) We're committed. There might be times you don't like each other. There'll never be a time you're not committed to each other. I'm pretty sure there's times that Jesus doesn't like me. But he's committed. He'll clean me up. It'll be a tool shed moment. Trust me. They ain't real fun. (laughs) But they're needed. Listen to me today. You will tread upon the lion. Mm. And the cobra. And you will trample the great lion and the serpent. You got to run to the roar. You got to. I'm going to lay this right up here today. I'm sure you won't steal stuff in church. I'm going to lay it right here at the altar. You know who you are already. And you know where I'm going. You got to quit staying there. You got to quit. I've been you. I've been you. That my walk with Christ is a private thing. It's between me and God. I don't share it. It's me and God. And I lost too. We're going to stand in a little bit for invitation. Some of you need to visually walk out of your seat. Just identify a lion sitting right here. You walk right at it. You just need to walk right at it. You get down here and surrender and say, I'm going to kick your face in. Starting this minute for the rest of my life, I'm going to kick your face in, lion. Come down here by this sword. You can touch it if you want to. So I'm take it with you, okay? You come down here. See, there's some of you sitting out there saying, well, I don't got to come down there to do that. (laughs) So what you're fighting has changed since you just stayed back there? That private thing's working? No, because every Sunday the same conviction is the same thing, and every week you go keep doing it. Why don't you try something different and get a little vulnerable before the king and see if he won't help fight with you? Because as long as you don't need him, he'll leave you there. But when you say, I can't, fi- I can't do it, I need you, I need my swords, and I want to kick his face in. Some of you need to drop your pride, leave it back there or up here, and get down here. 
Not for me, all heavens know. I am not paid on the number of people at the altar. I'd be pole, pole, right? I'm not paid for that, okay? But I'm telling you, you get rich right here. You starve to death sitting there on pride. Starve to death. The lion has roared at us in the church and said the altar time is only for those people who have problems. Well, I'm looking at a whole bunch of people who got problems. All right? And I look at me too. Quit sitting on it and quit listening to it and quit running to that tall grass. You're going to get devoured. If you're struggling with it, if he's roaring at you, walk to it. You got to walk towards the Lord, man. You got to walk towards the Lord. I'm going to invite you to bow your heads and close your eyes. Let's move to a time of invitation. Ministry team will come. Worship team will come up. Each week I ask the same question. But let me rephrase that. Each week the Father asks the same question. What did the Holy Spirit say to you this morning? through the message that's what you're responding to just a second we're going to stand and I want you to identify what the lion is today that you need to run towards quit running away and quit staying there scared paralyzed run towards Father, this morning, don't leave us the same as we came in today. Father, if we meet in your presence, we don't walk out changed. We wasted your time and ours. Father, your spirit has spoken. May we respond today for your glory and your glory only. In Christ's name, amen.